Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Babies Podcast. Babies, 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 babies. Sarsky. Let's go. Had to bring the own energy to the stool today because our boy AC ain't with us. It's a duo episode. Yes, Sarsky. It's your host, co-host, Deadly. My yes, other sir. co-host, Ray Love. Yup. Gonna get, we're just gonna get cracking, bro. Uh, how you doing? It's been a while. I know yeah. that you haven't seen me. We don't talk outside of the podcast. I, I oh yeah, I rarely, I rarely talk to you. I mean, yeah, it's just you know, I've been busy. I've been grinding, but I, overall, I've been positive. I've been uh, in a good mood. Same old, same old. Nothing really new as far as like life goes, because we in a pandemic. I be trying to remind you niggas, we in the middle of a pandemic. So I've been trying to stay, you know, for the most part in my house. I chill with a few people. It is what it is. But for the most part, try to stay safe. School, work, nothing new, really. But overall, I've been positive. I've been good. I've been in a happier uh, mind state recently. Thank you for asking, Deadly. How are you doing, though? Let's check in with you, bro. How are you doing, Deadly? Wow, wow. It's because AC ain't here that somebody finally remembers to ask me how I'm doing. Okay. I, you know, I'm doing all right. I mean, I've I just been working like usual, uh, steady grinding. As always, got to get more money so I can move into this new apartment. Shout out Ari Lennox. Uh, I got to get a three-bedroom because we're living in two right now. I got my niece and my brother with me. So I don't really got a bedroom right now. I'm kind of bumming. I'm trying to get one though. That's why I've been working on getting this money. So, and then once I start paying for an apartment, then I can start putting money back in the podcast. Finally, Jesus Christ! I feel like I've had so much money going elsewhere besides where I wanted to go. So, been doing good overall, chilling. Getting that moolah, that yep. guap, exactly. that fettuccine, nigga. Exactly. I'm best at my job. Every job I do. That's a that's a damn fact. So. We're going to get these topics open, okay? Uh, we haven't had an episode since, like, before Halloween. Shit. For a while now. So, I want to talk about something that happened at Halloween. We had Lil Nas X, everybody's 2019 favorite hip-hop superstar, uh, dressing up as who else other than Nicki Minaj, you know? Lil Nas X, Big Barb. You know, he thought he would go over the top this year, dress up as Nick Minaj, you know, give himself some fake boobs. He was getting uh getting hate for it for some reason. I I'm not sure why, but uh somebody by the name of like David West. No, he played on the Warriors. Oh, Dave East. Yeah, Dave Ooh, East says something about shots. Bow, 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 bow. Dave East has something to say about it. Uh, basically, just being homophobic in general because Lil Nas X uh, wants to wear a barb costume. Uh, I, I I don't get it, man. I I don't understand why every clown ass motherfucker who is homophobic speaks up and has to say something about it. Doesn't make sense to me. I mean, he dressed up as Nicki Minaj. He likes Nicki Minaj. We're not shattering fucking black males perception on how to be masculine by somebody dressing up as Nicki Minaj because they like her. Like, fuck we doing here? Yeah. I I don't know what the fuck we doing here. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, 
people like to hate and talk shit, you know, and the thing is with Dave East, you send the shots because at the end of the day, Dave East ain't as big as Lil Nas X, and that's crazy to say to me because I'm not a big fan of Dave East, but I think overall um, he's made a lot of music. He's put in the work. He showed that he can rap like not like other niggas nowadays, but he ain't getting as much attention as uh, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X just dropped a sequel. It's going to be bigger than anything Dave East ever dropped, right? 100%. So, I think that Lil Nas X, I I don't know why he got, like, at the end of the day, Dave East just needs to chill. Stay in your lane. It was no point on hating on Lil Nas X. I feel like he went out of his way to either get attention or because... In the black community, some people are homophobic and he doesn't like, you know, seeing men be non-masculine. And then at the end of the day, dressing up as Nicki Minaj, that's really feminine. And, you know, and that that pisses some people off. But at the end of the day, Lil Nas X is who he is. And that's why I fuck with him and I respect him because he is, he doesn't care. Even on his Twitter, like, he just be trolling, talking shit. And I appreciate that. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Lil Nas just stays winning. I mean, we've seen virtual concerts before. Apparently, Lil Nas X today actually had his first Roblox concert. Uh, that, was, that was pretty smart. I feel like everybody who listens to Lil Nas X probably plays Roblox. So, good on him. Get that bag. But... <laughs> As you said, plays Roblox. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure my little sisters enjoyed that. You know, they play Roblox steady, so, you know, they grind it on that game, and I'm going to call them. They're going to tell me about a little Not Sex concert. I'll just be like, whatever, you listen to Old Town Road? Ah, cool. But, uh, yeah, uh, he he actually had a new single. We're not going to talk about it today. We don't have enough time to sit with it, but um, we'll talk about it next episode episode for sure. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. We're not going to get into the election. I want to wait for AC to get back. But I do want to talk about the Hip Hop Babies Clown of the Week. The award goes to, drumroll please, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne enter the stage. Oh, my gosh. Man, I got to put the towel over the mic for this one. You know, that shit. Red bandana over the mic. I spit some bars on this motherfucker real quick. Lil Wayne, I love you, bro. I love your music. Okay. Uh, you know, there's a time before this happened where you could have been the top 10 artist in, in my favorites. Uh, the, that shit looking a little different now. Um, I don't really care. I don't know, I guess, too much about other people's politics, except for when it comes to endorsing Donald Trump like a dumbass. Um, think we've been pretty vocal on why we uh hate that motherfucker and uh glad he's fucking up out of here but there's no point in you going to take a picture with him uh with thumbs up uh smiling saying that you endorse him and shit like that like there there's literally no point you're not going to gain anything from that your fans aren't going to like it obviously because of the backlash um he's not going to do shit for you and you just make it a fool out of yourself. What the fuck are you doing? I agree. Because Lil Wayne, like, 
he's put in work for a long time now. And he should know that a lot of his fans ain't going to fuck with him, even if he didn't technically endorse Donald Trump. Because what it seemed like is he posted a post saying, like, I talked to him about, what's it called? Uh, criminal deal. reform or whatever. You know, reforming the, the, uh, the, the jail system or prison system. And at the end of the day, people are going to take it for what it is. Because if you post something like that, you're technically endorsing them. You have a big-ass platform, bro. Like, it's almost like, you know, we, we ain't talking about Little Pump or Little Pimp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're putting this person who doesn't, who doesn't stand with the people you necessarily um, appeal to. And you're putting them on a pedestal and saying, like, yo, I talked to this person. I get it, though, because at the end of the day, Lil Wayne didn't necessarily say he's going to vote for Donald Trump, just like Kanye did. But he technically did endorse him by taking a picture and doing that whole thing. You feel me? Of course. Yeah. It's, it, it's stupid, man. It's stupid. He, he's stupid. His whole view on Black Lives Matter not affecting him because he don't have problems with police officers is fucking stupid. Uh, I think he's a very selfish person. I think people will obviously see that. And, you know, it's just a it's a reoccurring problem with rappers who come up in a genre which is very anti-establishment, making it big, and then stop caring about people who brought them up to, to fame and the communities that they, that they grew up with, which are anti-establishment and generally very poor don't have a lot of money shit like that so him doing that just i mean shows that what we've known for a while now Lil wayne is not in tune with anything anymore uh sure he can still rap but like fuck man take that take take that shit down immediately what are you fucking doing well at the end of the day people are going to endorse who they want to endorse and they're going to believe who they want to believe i'm not the type of person because I get it. Everyone has different political beliefs for whatever reason. You know, they make enough money where they might feel like, I don't want to be taxed this much. But at the end of the day, I get it if it was a normal Republican candidate. But Trump has said so many things that has been divisive for this country that it's like, if you're endorsing him on whatever level, you are going to get pushed back. I don't get how Lil Wayne did not see that or he just didn't care and did what he did. At the end of the day, bro, I fuck with Lil Wayne. I'm not the biggest Lil Wayne fan of all time. Like, I, I, I love his music. He's done a lot of things for the rap game. But for to see him, of all people, because I don't expect him to get into politics, to see him get involved in politics was crazy because, like, everyone's doing it at this point. You feel me? Whether yeah. it's Lil Pump, Kanye, it's just like seeing these artists that I would not expect to get involved to this level. It's just like, what are y'all doing, bro? That's how I feel. Yeah, no, just there's no point in it. He says he doesn't care. If you don't care, don't endorse the nigga. Like, fuck. There's no point. You're just making people mad. And your candidate fucking lost, bozo. Fuck out of here. All right, next topic. Let's get somebody else another L of the day. Summer Walker. Summer Walker believes R&B has been superior to hip-hop in 2020. Quote, she says, R&B is better than hip-hop in 2020 to me because that, that can get super shallow and repetitive 
or there's a whole mumble rap trend where you don't even know what they're saying. We're really opening up, getting deeper, and that's good. I'm going to talk shit. I don't like Summer Walker. I don't like her music. I think at the end of the day, she needs to stay quiet. She's talked about a bunch of issues. And at the end of the day, she's xenophobic. She says a lot of things that is questionable. I saw something on Twitter that basically said she has flies in her brain. And I agree with it to a certain degree. I'm not trying to, you know, do what you do. That EP she dropped this year was trash. It was trash. Like, I ain't never, I don't like her music. She dropped, what was it? The album Over It? That was okay. But even then, it's not that good. So for you to warrant all this attention and for you to, to, to bring in all this negative energy, especially when it comes to hip-hop music. You know I love hip-hop. I know you love hip-hop, right? Exactly. And for you to say this, as a motherfucker, in my opinion, even in your own lane, you are not top tier. You need to look at yourself, nigga. Don't talk about hip-hop. It has nothing to do with you. She thinks because she dates London on the track, she could talk shit about hip-hop. And that's funny because yep. London on the track works with mumble rappers. Crazy. Crazy. She just be talking out her ass, bro. You know who she named who, who makes better better albums and rappers this year? Who? Kehlani, Kehlani Janae Aiko, and Tiana Taylor. Nope. Nope. Chilombo? Does anybody go back to Chilombo? I mean, I do. No. But does does the majority of people do? No. No. What's, Ke- what's Kehlani's album called again? I don't fucking remember it. It That's wasn't crazy, that good. Right? It wasn't that good. I know. I know. It's forgettable. And then fucking the album by Tiana Taylor. I mean, wasn't she getting shit on for her video or whatever, being fucking out of touch? All right, hold on. Hold on. That, you can't shit on my. You can't shit on Tiana Taylor, though. I like I, that. But I can't. But no, her video was out of touch. Yeah, no, I get that. I yes. get that point. And we're talking in comparison to hip hop. She's talking about we're really opening up and getting deeper, and that's good. You gonna tell me you listen to Burden of Proof from King to a God, Price of Tea in China, any any Griselda drop this year, you're gonna tell me that they're not getting into it, really opening up and getting you, deeper with what they're talking about. And that's just that's just one record label off the top of my dome. There is so much more mainstream rap music than there is mainstream uh R and B music. And honestly, they do more. They clearly do more. Hip-hop artists experiment with more sounds and genre fusion than R&B artists do. And they can get more introspective with what they're talking about. Easily. Yeah, it could get repetitive. What are you listening to, though? Lil Baby, then Gunna? And then you're talking about it's getting repetitive? Yeah, no shit, because it's the same lane. It's the same fucking sound. Okay. Yeah, explore a little bit. She She's talking dumb shit. Dumb shit. Go feed your baby like two raisins and call it a fucking day. Two grapes to a baby. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Summer Walker, she just seems like she has flies in her brain sometimes. She talks without thinking. I feel like she stink. <laughs> I ain't trying to hate on her at all like that. I get it, though. Because at the end of the day, she is a little toxic. She does things that people look forward to and like, 
oh man, Summer Walker, she's that let loose, like kind of just like vibe. She can't sing. She looks good, but at this point, she's had a bunch of shit that's like, is it really worth it? It's not. She needs it's to figure. No, she needs to figure it out. <sighs> I I don't care about her anymore. I'm just gonna move on and they stop it. You know, talk my shit. Um, when your album drop, we're going to keep that same energy. We're going to see how introspective you get, how deep into it you get, and how really, how much it hits my heart, okay? And then we're going to compare it to maybe album of the year or something like that and see if R&B actually keeping up with hip-hop. It's not. But anyways, Kendrick Lamar reportedly has, according to TD President Punch, six albums worth of music. In the vault. I need it. I fucking need it. I need it. <laughs> we don't even have six full albums from you, period, nigga. What are you doing? We're starving. I'm starving. I'm dying out here, bro. I've been thirsty for Isaiah Rashad album for four years. Kendrick Lamar for three. Schoolboy for more than that because fucking... Shouldn't ass crash talk wasn't good. Fuck. <laughs> These niggas is crazy, bro. I need it. I need it, bro. How Kendrick... do you keep six albums in the fucking vault from us, bro? Because he's Kendrick crazy. fucking Lamar, bro. At the end of the day, he's gonna drop when he feels comfortable to drop, and I respect that. But man, this man has been ghost the whole Trump election, damn near. I feel like he has something to say. Even if he doesn't, I need new music, nigga. I am a Kendrick Lamar stand, nigga. I will admit it on this podcast. This nigga. So, so am I. I no, know. yeah, I know this. When this nigga spit, it hits the heart, bruh. I need a new album, bruh. I've been listening to damn, bro. Trying to find all the, I'm trying to find all the hidden messages. This nigga is hypnotizing me, bro. Where is the new album at this point? This nigga's on some bullshit. Always. Always is. I'm waiting, bro. I'm going to buy it like three times when it comes out, man. There's no other artist who I just straight up buy music from as soon as it drops. I've done it for Kendrick three times. I need it, I need it again, bro. Please. like. It's gonna be all I listen to for like the next five years because you won't drop another album till twenty twenty five. But I need it now. Fuck. On his Frank Ocean shit, he gonna drop when he fucking drop, and you can't complain. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that. No, 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 no. You know what? Because Kendrick, he could take his time. But I feel like at this point, with the way he's been starving us of features, besides like certain little features, it's just like, bro. Where are you at mentally? I want to know what are you doing? He's so deep as far as rap goes. It's like, bro, you have a message. And I feel like right now that message could be spoken so brilliantly. And you're just chilling. You're just big chilling. (laughs) You help a baby king. What the fuck are you doing, nigga? I know. It's fucking, it's. It's sickening, man. It's sickening. I, I, God, fucking disappointed. Heart, my heart is broken. I'm confused. I don't know what to do with myself. I just go through the days as an empty husk without Kendrick Lamar music. 
And he didn't even give us like anything like to prelude like what he's doing, right? So I feel like in some of his other projects before, he's like kind of alluded to like what he's gonna go for next. So the main like thing that or like instance I could point to that would convey this would be like the song with Absol in Section 80 where he does kind of like a jazz rap and he's exploring outside of what Section 80 actually was. And then he goes and he does a full album of that on Spin Butterfly. And then you could say that like All Right or uh, King Kunta are more pop-like or mainstream. And he went and he explored that more on, uh, what's it called? Fucking Damn, right? Damn, damn, yeah. So now I'm trying to look through Damn and trying to find the one track that's out of place and seeing if I can find something that might convey what he's going to do next. But I feel like we're never going to find that because I feel like what he's doing next is just going to be something so off the wall that nobody's going to even have thought of it yet. So I think that's probably what we're going to get. Well, you think about it um, on Damn, if you want to find something that's out of place, it is a track with um, you two. Oh, we're going to talk about rock. Yeah. Yeah. People were saying that he was trying to do a rock album at a certain point. And I'm not trying to say that he's going to do that. But if he did do it, I think he could do it really well. As you know, Dare Lee, I am a fan of rock music. I still listen to rock music. Shout the system of a fucking down for dropping this year. I'm so hyped. But besides that, looking at hip hop, if Kendrick drops. An album that fusion like like that's a fusion of hip hop and rock. I think he's one of those rappers that could do it well. I think at this point he could do whatever he wants well. He's in that lane, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing right now? You feel me? And I get that point, Deadly. It's like, what are you? What are you aiming for at this point? It's been years. Yeah, and like you were saying earlier, he's got something that he he can say, and you'd probably say it the best out of everybody. So, just fucking say it. Just say it on track. Just drop it. I don't care. If it's a fucking freestyle, I don't care, bro. Drop it. Fuck. <sighs> niggas is fiends, bro. We look like we looking for our next fix out of the fucking dollar store asking, hitting niggas up for a fucking fix. You already That's know. Right. Yeah. It, it's crazy right now. My neck I need over Kendrick. Here. I need it. I need it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Now it's time for our listener segment, listener review segment. You know, y'all send us in music. Y'all know us. Here's some. We'll review it for you. So today, I got my bro Jay Strange. He's local, right? He's one of your friends. Yep. Got his single Barry B. Um, I apologize. Try to record this already. It's in the it's in the lost files, but <laughs> you can definitely check it out now. Uh, it's just tough, man. It's tough. You want to start off? Yeah, I'll start it off. Overall, I like the track. He dropped the track. This is the second single. Um, I don't know if he's planning on dropping a project. Hopefully. Okay. I feel like what he does is he 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 has that that lo-fi slash like Earl Sweatshirt, like underground rapper style. But he also could do mm-hmm. playful tracks like this. And I feel like it still was that old school sound and sense where like the beat was some like I'm a, that's like a sample. I don't know where that's from. And they were just having fun over it. Throwing some dope punchlines out there, you know, referencing anime, like the Kakarot line. like And then, referencing like, yeah, that was dope. You know, that little uh, chop, that little uh, uh, 
is that, is that that's also a sample but you know that little part right there and then also you know he referenced like john cena you know the track the title of the track is barry b a reference to barry bonds of course you know we knocked it out the park shout out to kanye west uh, <laughs> but this was my favorite single out of the two he dropped i feel like this was that like i could play this i could just casually play this to people and they were like oh okay this is cool you feel me while rosemary i like that one but it was way more like um it was way more gritty it's way more grimy. This is way more polished. And I appreciate that he tried to do that with this single. Yeah, like I said, fun, playful track. I love the vocal distortion he uses on the second half of the track. I feel like that was like something dope, you know, to switch it up, you know, mm-hmm. when he was like making little playful lines. And um, when he drops his project, I'm gonna be excited for it. I hope we, you know, whenever it comes out, we're gonna review it. I think it'll be an entertaining listen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just speak on you talking about it's like playful. I mean, you could even tell from the moment the beat drops, like a nice little xylophone sound. It's very relaxing. And then he comes in with some uh, pretty uh, pretty funny performance. Um, his knowledge of pop culture references is on full display. Um, he is messing around the entire time. It just it sounds fun. It just sounds funny. Uh, my favorite line is uh, "pick up the rock like Marsh." I pick up the rock like Marshawn, so like Marshawn Lynch, or it's an entendre for Martian, like a you know a rock in space or whatever. So yeah, that was you know, dope. He, that was dope. He was he was witty with it. Um, his ad libs were funny, over the top sometimes, but I mean that just attributes to the playfulness and the funniness in the song. So whoever produced this, you you killed that shit, bro. The the xylophone was dope. Uh, I like the beat breakdown. And I like the vocal effects like you had mentioned on on his verse. And just basically everything about it is cool. It's not too long. It's only, what, two minutes and 34 seconds. So, you know, right at that sweet spot of replayability where you can just kind of have it on repeat forever and you won't even know. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, I've been listening to this for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's that kind of, that kind of cool little, you know, vibe. So Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm not familiar with the other bro. Uh, his name's Andrew Martinez. Uh, shout out to you. You did a good job as a feature. Um, I feel like they they, were, they, they they had a little chemistry on the track. You feel me? Um, it, it was like almost to the point where you couldn't tell when they switched off. That's what I mean, you know, especially because I'm not really familiar with him. But if that's what he's going to be sounding like, might have to check out some of his stuff too, especially if they're going to continue to work together, you know. I liked it. Like you said, yeah. the beat the beat was dope. The beat was dope. beat was definitely one of the highlights of the track. I feel like... Um, I've checked out some of Jay Stranger's music before, but this, I don't know what it is. Maybe this beat just caught me, but I feel like this beat was a little bit different. It was like, like I think even on the post, he says, you know, this is like something you could dance, get jiggy with. And you could tell he went for that. So, yeah, dope. Yeah, hit on all, all measures of what you're trying to go for, definitely. So if you like something like that, like, uh, I don't know, I'm not trying to compare them to nobody, but, you know, like if you like something that's like playful, like Saba Baby or something, it's not quite as horny, but it is definitely funny. And the beat is something that I would see like Saba Baby on, you know, just nice little playful beat to set the tone and then he just kind of goes in. Yeah? All right. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, Jay Strange, for sending your uh, – your song, it's all, it's all positive. It's all good. And, uh, you know, I don't really have anything to, like, critique for you. We try to do that. But, yeah, bro, this is dope. Just yeah, you didn't. Keep doing. Yeah. yeah, he didn't give us anything really negative. I think this, like I said, this is easily, like, the best track that, I don't know if it's the best track by him overall, but like I said, it's the best track. I feel like that's just, like, 
it's playful nothing really negative i didn't like you know sometimes we do these uh listener reviews i'm like yo you could do this there's nothing really i could tell them to do as you're saying but i think if you continue to do this on your project or have more songs like this because like i said his other tracks not weren't necessarily as loose as this so if you can do that on an album and like mix it up and do both i think you'll have a really good project i think people will fuck with it so yeah man thank you man appreciate appreciate you uh showing us love as well yeah like you like you were saying just showcase versatility i mean shit what else do you look for in an artist than being able to do different things give you different moods all that so you can go to the same person for a whole lot of things so i mean yeah definitely showing that versatility showing them what you can do that's dope appreciate that and yes appreciate you for sending the music that we can review all love shout out jay strange Twitter's going to be linked, obviously. Uh, Instagram going to be linked. Uh, he's dope. Y'all check him out. So we're going to talk about music that AC probably didn't listen to. So we can get it out of the way now so that when he come back, we can talk about stuff he did. Yes, Sursky. Something I'm actually really so excited to talk about is this new AG track that just dropped. Shout out to Jody, nigga. Oh, my God, bro. Hold on. We about to get into this. Deadly, set this shit up. So we are going to talk about the newest release from your favorite collective, AG Club. AG Club. Uh, The single, the hit single, Columbia. Crazy, bro. Crazy. These niggas used a Roblox damage sound effect and made that beat fire. <laughs> the biggest meme of 2020 this shit was fucking hilarious i was like okay what what's that sound from is that fucking minecraft and it's like, crazy so ag club uh probably collabing with lil nas x in the future you know both working with roblox i don't know maybe you never know <laughs> okay i mean uh ray pretty excited about it so you know you want to talk about it a little bit go ahead yeah man um coming into this single you know, as I've seen, they've done a lot of promo. Fuck your expectations. I think this is a little different. And you know me. I like different shit. The whole beat? No, I get it. At the end of the day, it is a little catchy. It is what it is. But AG Club, I feel like this project might be down my fucking lane. That toxic, that fucking, um, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make a beat. You're going to either like it or you're not going to like it. Because I play this for people and they've been like, yo, the my, the the Roblox sample, that's, that's not it. At the end of the day, they're doing something different. And that's why I appreciate AG Club. Because even with tracks like Hangover or Memphis, I'm not saying, trying to say those tracks are like the crazy, like, Oh, but what I'm saying is they, they, they're from the Bay and they don't sound like necessarily they're from the Bay. They, they, they do, but it's like, it's different. And I fuck with that, man. Shout out to Jody. I love Baby Boy. I love Mick Anthony. They solid. Jody is that nigga, bro. That nigga be spitting on the track, bro. I don't give a fuck. Look, man. Jody, man, he stands the fuck out. He stands the fuck out. He's that he's a big rapper. Even on this track, the verse he did was crazy. As far as like compared, 
you know, baby, baby boy did his thing. But Jody, man, I, I, we've been fucking with him the long way. We've been doing reviews of, we did a, uh, a review of his solo track. This man holds his own lane. Now, I feel like on this prod, on the song, it was nothing different. This man, yeah. this, th- it was different, bro. It was something different. I don't know. Maybe I'm overhyping it. What do you think, Deadly? No, I don't think you're overhyping at all. Um, I don't think I've heard Jody flow on a beat like this. That fucking crazy like I don't I don't even know how to explain it. Um, so the beat, you know, you kind of thrown off in the beginning because you're like, oh, what the fuck is this beat? What's Roblox sounds like? What the fuck? Shit's shit's kind of weird. And then when you hear him flow on it, you just like, man, this nigga just eviscerated the whole fucking shit. It's done. It's over. Fucking crazy, bro. Crazy. That is the best Jody verse we have gotten. And if that, this is what the album is going to sound like, every fucking song is just some different shit. And this nigga just spitting straight bars on the whole thing. I am so fucking excited. This is going to be a step above of what Halfway Off the Porch was. Like, I was a big Halfway Off the Porch fan, of course, because, you know, it was good. It was a great album and it was like well put together and all that. But I feel like this one, man. Just just starting off with the promo, fuck your expectations, man. Like doing something outside of like everybody's comfort zone, but still doing it really well, really solid. They got some really intelligent music minds in this group. Credit to Jody, credit to uh Mick, credit to Baby Boy. I know they all do this shit together. They all put this stuff together. Um, so I mean, even though Jody is the one who's on there that you see that's rapping, that's in front. You know, you got other people working behind the scenes that do the music videos. They do um, all the other shit that has to do with the songs. So I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, Jody's a big rapper. I mean, shit, Baby Boy even acknowledges it in this song where with his line, they're going to pay Jody for rapping, Benji for singing, and Baby for capping. That was dope. That was dope. That's what I'm saying. Baby Boy does his own thing. I'm not trying to shit on that nigga because he does it. He brings his own um, aspect of the group to his to the table he he Facts. he even the video you know he was um he was the et character or the alien character in the video and you could tell it you could you could see it when you listen to the music he's different he's different he's different different you feel me yeah yeah for sure i mean i lo- i loved his verse too his, his verse was it was fucking hilarious what he's talking about his girl and uh, her dad don't like me face to the ceiling. Sorry, puppet dear. Got her butt to the ceiling. You hate me, bitch. The, the, it's a mutual feeling. That shit was hilarious. I was dying. Um, and then his like yelling in it and shit. Uh, just kind of like another element to like throw you off. Right. So I think that they got a lot of shit in here. That's like almost like wow factor. Like, wow, they really used this for the beat and it was still fire. Um, or, like, they got parts where it'll, like, kind of, like, throw you off and then you get right back into it. I mean, just overall, the whole song is fucking gas. This is a little lead single, bro. Rappers don't be dropping lead singles that be, like, the best on their project anymore. So I don't even know if this is going to be the best on the project. But if it is, I wouldn't be surprised because this shit, you, they really killed it. Both of them killed it. Fucking... Jody was spitting, spitting. It's not only that his flow was insane, his lyrics were top notch. He's really refining what he is doing. Uh, I'm just fucking excited, bro. I'm so excited. Yeah, they in their own lane. 
We and ain't even get lane. to hear Mick on this, bro. We ain't even get to hear Mick That's yet. That's what I'm so saying, like, bro. So I, was, like, I, was, I said the same thing. I was like, where's Mick? And um, I was like, yo, like, he's not even on this, and this shit goes hard. So when he's on it, because he adds another layer. I'm, 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 exactly. I'm interested in seeing what they do with him for this next project. Um, yep. Yep. I'm he has a. They had a. They dropped an interlude for him on on SoundCloud. Y'all can go check that out. That one was dope too. Um, ben Ben or uh, Mick gives you what Mick gives you with those floaty vocals over like dreamy type guitar beats and shit. Like, does his own thing. He's he's dope too. So I I really can't wait because we are about to go in on this project. We're about to go in because this is gonna be their first mainstream drop. Really. Yeah. I'm excited to think about. I'm, I'm excited to see who they get as far as features goes. As far as um, you know, where they go with it, because like you said, it's called "fuck your expectations," or that's the whole promo behind this album. And it's like, what are y'all gonna bring? And this single was part of that, because I didn't expect them to come over a beat like this. Like you said, bro, like the whole Roblox thing and shit. Like it's like it's it's different. It's different. I fuck with that. You know me. Yeah, I know. What your boy Ray Love? I fuck with shit that's different i don't give a fuck if i like it i like it i like this i like this track it was impressive to me thanks shout out to Adrian you know, Club, man. for real though and uh you know the the feature that they probably dreaming of that i'm dreaming that they get is probably tyler tyler the creator most definitely so i, I don't I, know if it's gonna happen this album don't do <laughs> that don't do that man that would be crazy that would be it's, crazy it's probably not going to happen, but, you know, I'm hopeful that one day that, you know, you can get Tyler and Jody spinning on the same track. That shit or Kevin Abstract, bro. That would be fucking crazy. Like, yep. they in that lane. That's the saying. Like, at this point, I think they've settled in that lane as far as I yeah. 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 We are from where we are, we are from, but we are on a whole nother, like, as far as sound goes, we are doing something different. I fuck with that. Shout out to AG. Like I said, shout out to AG Club, man. I appreciate the single. I've been playing it a little bit, man. I love. I- Keep doing y'all. Yep. And the video was dope too. We didn't even we didn't even go in depth about the video. I mean, we talked about you know John. Uh, I keep saying their names. Baby boy was uh, the alien in it, and they like found him. Like they had the whole AG family, Cash family, Impressions family all together, and uh, they went. And they went found baby boy and then they were having people doing like experience some more shit it was dope it was the best produced video that they have done by far uh now they finally getting some money to do it i remember they had the videos where they would shoot them uh in a fucking in a high school or, or some shit like that so uh the production level is definitely stepped up it's like now we're getting like movies and shit and baby boy and manny collaborating on those video ideas uh the sky's the limit bro sky's the limit we can talk about another single real quick four things freddie gibbs big shine you been giving this a lot of play still not hell but i like the track when it dropped i feel like big shine you know every once in a while big shine carries his own weight as far as like (laughs) no i'm not trying to sit on big shine no, go ahead, bro. This is a this is a slander Big Sean zone right here. I, I think care. I think Big Sean, like every once in a while he can carry his own weight and on this track, he did that to a certain degree, but 
Freddie just killed this shit, man. Hit boy, man. That's what I'm saying. Hit boy is just giving out beats, nigga. He's like, yo, you want to beat? You want to beat? You get a beat. You get a beat. This nigga is on fire. And I always like Hit Boy because you know niggas in Paris. He did that beat. That's a classic. I feel like Hit Boy is on the zone right now. He's worked with uh, Audio Push. I like Audio Push. I saw them live one time. They did a cool little show. He's back in his lane as far as like, yo, I did an album with Nas. I did this single. Who else? He, he did a few singles off of, maybe I'm forgetting, but he's done a lot of work this year. And he's been killing it. He has not missed. And this was another one of those, right? Yep. For sure. For sure. This uh, this was a, a, oh, my bad. This was a really good collab. Uh, I love this like collaboration style where people will go back and forth on, on a track and uh, kind of show their chemistry a little bit more. You know, putting a feature after after a verse is not really like crazy collaboration or anything, but this one definitely went for the like fusion type of uh, verses. And it worked really well. I mean, Big Sean didn't embarrass himself. I mean, he had one eye roller line. What, what was it? He said, uh, I pray my life go over easy and it's never scrambled. Cringe. And I never, and I never scrambled. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, bro. I was just like, okay. But that is like fucking uh, <laughs> 10 second part of the song. It's only two minutes. So it's like fucking a whole part of the song is like this nigga saying that cringe ass bar, but whatever. Besides that, he did good. Benny, obviously I think killed him. I think his flow was a little bit tighter. Uh, He's just more interesting to listen to. I don't. I don't think Big Sean is that interesting to listen to. I don't. I. I haven't thought that since. I don't know, bro. I. I thought he's. I'm not trying to sound like a hater, but Big Sean has not been good to me since uh, that fucking "I don't fuck with you" shit dropped because that nigga went mainstream and rode with it. Um, and it just it, it's never sounded authentic ever again after that point. So I agree. I um, think yeah, he's been in that weird zone where you know some people take Big Sean seriously. I'm not trying to shit on them, but they like Big Sean is like uh one of the better rappers. I don't see it. Like, I like Big Sean. I tried to like Big Sean. You know why? Because Kanye put him on. I was like, yo. Big Sean, you feel me? Yep. Once I hit a certain point, I was like, yo, this man, Big Sean, he has all the support. He has everything. He's solid, but he don't do it for me. Like, it's like sometimes he misses, and then sometimes he's on point. This song, he was kind of on point, but even like you said, it was short, and he had a little miss. To me, Freddie Gibbs don't has, don't, do not have misses like that. And I just think it was a good ass track. I play this every once in a while, but I haven't been playing it hella because so much music is coming out. I and know. The so it's, the not, day, it's never a knock. Yeah, I'm excited for whatever Freddie. Because I'm thinking this is Freddie gives track technically. So whatever Freddie gives drop, I'm gonna check for it. I don't care. It's Freddie gives on. A, yeah, he's on a roll. Whether it was Shadow of a Doubt. Whether it was uh, P- 
Pinata, which is my favorite album or like my second favorite album of last year. It doesn't matter. No, not Pinata. Mm, bandana. Um, bandana. Bandana. Sorry. Whether it was Pan- Bandana, which was my second favorite album last year, he does not miss at this point. I think with this project, it is what it is. We'll see what it is. I think it's going to be fire. I like this single. If it's going to be on the project, that's dope. If it's just a throwaway track, that's crazy in itself because that's what I'm saying. Freddie Gibbs is in this lane where he's like, he's not missing. 100%. I, I, can't, I can't argue with that because I – Shit, uh, Alfredo's still my album of the year at this point in time. Still number one. Crazy. Crazy. In terms of quality, I mean, of course, it's short, but it's like KSG in 2017. Run the duels, run the duels, run the duels. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Burden of proof for King to a God. You can say anything. You can say high off life. No, you cannot <laughs> say, all right, no, in this segment, no, you cannot say that shit. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'll stop. Run the I'll Jewels stop. is way better than that shit. I'm, 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 I'm disrespected from even hearing that. All right, but keep going, keep going. So this is a, this is a little uh, different than what we typically do when we review music, um, but I feel like this is acceptable and something that we would do for NAV as well. We're not going to do anything on NAV this week because, you know, I didn't check it out yet. It's going to be a minute until I check it out. Um, but I want to talk about somebody else's album. And not really talk about his album, but I want to talk about what went wrong. What went wrong with Trippy Red? Pegasus. Wee! Y'all Look, slapping that? No, Y'all slapping nigga. That? No, nigga. Okay. Okay. Well, it I mean, was, it wasn't to you. It was to the. It was rhetorical. I know. I don't give a fuck, man. That shit was ass, bro. That shit was ass, man. I can't believe Chippy dropped this shit. Like, I'm not a big Chippy fan. I never was, but I appreciate what he brought to the genre because he was a little different. You know, he he. I'm not saying like he was hella different, but like at the end of the day, he mixed a bunch of sounds. And um, he had a little different voice to the genre. At mm-hmm. this point, bro, it's like, what are you doing, bro? Not this doing shit. anything that's out of the ordinary, just kind of ge- generic, uh, all around, copying other people's sounds, like Ash. biting off Playboy, biting off of Future on, on a track he has Future on. He's biting off of that nigga. Like, bro, I can't believe this is the nigga that dropped Love Letter to You 2, 1 and, one and 3, like, or Life's a Trip. Like, I, I don't believe it's the same person. Who who cloned him? Who cloned this man and, and killed him off and replaced him with somebody else? Because that, I think, that, and you know, I ain't, you know, I think at this point, he is what he is. He's not trying to go back. He's disconnected from his original sound that made him good. He wants to just rap, and it is trash. I don't know what it is. It's trash. I, I, and this isn't coming from someone who hated Trippy Red. I like some of his shit, but it's trash. It It's not good. I listen to this. It's just like, bruh, what are you doing, bro? Like, you, kn- you, used you know to be- what? What? I think he called it himself when he released the album 
and every single song on the album had a lyric video that was attached to it at the bottom of the Apple Music streaming thing, so he could get extra streams. <laughs> I don't think he, he, I don't think he thought this album was going to do good, and it's a lot of tracks. Um, this is what typical trash rappers do: is drop shit with a lot of tracks. You know, just throw a bunch of it together, a playlist, if you will. Shout out Drake. I didn't get anything from the playlist. I didn't. There's a future future song in there. You know, I'm a future fan. Not going back to that. I just can't. I can't reason with myself to play that anymore. Shout out, shout out, EJ, for saying that uh, last week was an assault on music because uh, that is definitely true. Uh, we got assaulted. Our ears got uh, violated entirely. Uh, t- <laughs> I just went back to the week before that, and I just, I just stopped listening to this last week's music. I don't care. All right. I'm not. We're not gonna talk about that anymore. We're gonna we're gonna go into the album. Um, first and foremost, rest in peace, King Von. Uh, welcome to O Block. We did not talk about yet, so I want to give some thoughts on this. You listened, correct? Yeah, but you can go first because at the end of the day, I'm gonna keep it real. Keep, you know, do what you do. Go 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 on go in on it, bro. All right. Uh, I'm not gonna front like I've been slapping King. Uh, King Von for years or whatever. I mean, I had listened to LeVon James when it came out. Thought it was pretty solid. This new album, I think way better. He took he took a huge step in in his quality overall and what he's going for. Um, this is a huge step. His hooks on this are way better. I think we saw some of that in LeVon James on took her to the O, obviously. Um, he just has, I don't know, this weird way of coming up with courses that aren't supposed to really, I don't know, they, they don't sound like that good, but you listen to them over and over again, they're really catchy. And he's got a real knack for having catchy hooks and stuff like that. And people know, obviously, about his, his storytelling and how he's able to depict things. And he was definitely on top of his game in this album on depicting what he wanted you to see through his own eyes. Um, I think the features on here were really great. Polo G on the code was, was fire. Um, going back to a little bit of that, like drill sound, Polo G. He had a little Dirk on here twice. A little Dirk and King Vaughn were really close. So obviously he would have them on it. I think they meshed really well together. Well together. Uh, I think Fivio Foreign on I Am What I Am was also really good. And just overall, like, it, it's a shame that we got such a um, good album, a good step forward from Vaughn because who knows what the next step was to come. Uh, if you want an album that's really hard and just like, you know, this nigga talking about that shit that happens in, in Chicago. Like you want somebody who's talking about some shit like that, who's really hard, who has a really um intense flow almost like you know you could compare him to like denzel curry on how he delivers his lines and stuff so if you want somebody who, who does like that story tells well keeps it real all the time welcome to oblock is the album for you it, i feel like this is a true introduction album to who king von is and it really sucks that this is the last album we're gonna get that's from him himself Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. I wasn't the biggest fan of this project. You know, I'm not disrespecting. I'm not trying to talk shit. Because at the end of the day, R.I.P. King Vaughn. But 
Pop Smoke was a uh, innovator in his lane. I'm not trying to talk shit. I didn't fuck with this project that much. I didn't. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. He, I'm not saying he had a bunch of misses, but it's just like, it just flowed. It just, it didn't really catch my ear. You know, I listened to it before he died because I was trying to get into him. And at the end of the day, I'm going to keep my same opinion. Didn't really hold my attention that much. But he did have some bangers on there. As far as like, you know, they might release an after death album and they're gonna you're gonna appreciate it. This nigga, I think he definitely had more progression to do. It's different with Pop Smoke because at the end of the day, Pop Smoke was an innovator as far as his genre goes. I don't see that in King Wong. And that's just me speaking. Call me a hater, call me a non-believer. That's a fair opinion. No, I'm not gonna knock you for it, because uh, that's that's not what it was. That's we're not. Nobody's saying that he was innovating on Pop Smoke's level. Pop Smoke is in his own lane entirely. Pop Smoke is had one of the best albums of the year in general. But just to see another, you know, rapper, um, R.I.P. to Mo as well. Another rapper who just dropped, who was just about to start popping up, die again to some. Bullshit is just is just so sad, bro. It it I can't even give y'all like I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore because it happens so often in our community. It's it's depressing. It's really fucking depressing. And no, yeah. Most definitely, uh, man. Yeah. Praying praying for his friends and his family, <laughs> you know, people that were counting on him and stuff like that. Like it's just tough. Yeah, that um, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's my main point. You know, um, I didn't bring it up in my um, review of the album. You know, I'm trying to focus on the album, but I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of rappers dying young. You, you know, you see rock stars, alternative stars, um, pop stars die to drug abuse. But at the end of the day, these young ass rappers are getting killed by a fucking gun. They're getting murdered. I'm tired of waking up. I'm tired of seeing this shit. When I scroll on my Twitter, I'm tired of seeing this shit. This shit is eerie. I, I, I appreciate what he did for the game. I appreciate what he brought to the table. But just seeing another rapper dead, no matter what, seeing these young rappers die, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Y'all have money. Y'all have everything at y'all table. Y'all are killing yourselves. Y'all are getting murdered. And that's the thing. Rappers don't, you know, other other genres, they don't get murdered like rappers do. You don't see rock stars getting murdered in a fucking car like X did. You don't see that shit. That shit bothers me. That shit hurts me. Because at the end of the day, it reminds me, no matter what, you are a nigga. And you can get killed at will. Whether it's Pop Smoke whether it's King Von, whether it's whatever. That shit, it, it hurts my heart. And at the end of the day, I you know, like I said, I'm I'm kinda I'm not gonna say shitting on King Von's music, but I think he could have he could have taken it to the next step. It is what it is. That's what people say. It is what it is. You know, rappers get burned all the time. Nah nigga, I'm tired of shit. I'm tired of our culture. We, we gotta we gotta change the culture, man. Some some way where we glorify yeah. and shit like that. It's no. Just... Yep. 
it's not okay at this point. Um, and you see the repercussions through the through hip hop community. You see the repercussions through the black community in general. It's just there's got to be something else that we uh, strive for and glorify and talk about because yeah, it's 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 not okay. It keeps happening. But besides that, some singles, some other singles we want to talk about. Try to lift up the mood a little bit. Well, let's talk about Dora by Tierra Whack. Da, 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 da. Open the door. I go explore. Film, <laughs> you got money? Yes, of course. Oh, man. Ooh. Man, Tierra uh, Whack. Yeah, we're talking about people that do stuff different that, um, that we like. Tear whack is at the top of the list of somebody doing something different that I love. I mean, even from the, the cover art. Like, what the fuck was that cover art, bro? That shit scared me. It gives me nightmares. Um, not something I would expect uh, to see from a single called Dora, but hey, whatever. Uh, the song song's a banger. It's a banger. Uh, the beat, obviously a little bit different. You know, it's got those, like, Mm, harmonies in the background or whatever to start like the do, 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 and then but then the 808 kicks in and it's knocking and then she is just spazzing out on this track um we haven't gotten anything from tierra whack since fucking what uh whack world in 2018 i mean we got a little sneak peek of what she's up to on td on the little yachty project um but other than that this has been it and you know what? Tear Whack is my favorite. Mm, how do I phrase this? Tierra Whack is one of my favorite new and up and coming artists in general. I don't care uh, about mainstream or underground comparisons, anything like that. She should be mainstream. What she does uh, should be mainstream. Obviously, she sounds different than everybody else, but. She can rap her ass off. Her fucking lyrics are hard as shit. Her instrumentals are off the wall, different. Uh, much like we just talked about with uh, Columbia by AZ Club. You know, you're doing something different that catches your ear and tickles a different part of your brain. It should be on the top of everybody's list. And she needs more hype. That'll come with the album, of course. But she needs more hype because Tierra Whack has steady been killing it since 2018 ever since she got on XXL and she has not slowed down. She, she showed us that she's been in the cave. She's been writing and she has not slowed down. He likes my diamonds and my pearls. I said, thank you. I designed it. Man, Tierra fucking whack, man. I love Tierra whack. I love her music. Even nowadays, uh, I go back to whack world every once in a while. Um, the fact that she made a whole album where every song is under or uh, around a minute and it slaps. She is in her own lane and this track, this single, proves it. I think that Tierra Whack, you know, it's a little different. It's a little playful. She's referencing Dora the Explorer. Oh, shit. Sorry. She is referencing Dora the Explorer. She's playing around. She's flowing differently. I think that Tierra Whack is in a whole nother bag, bro. I don't give a fuck at this point, man. She is... I, I needed a new single. I need a new project. And this was a good teaser. Because what it showed me is that she is in that bag. She is in that lane where it's like, 
I'm gonna do what I do. Fuck the mainstream. Fuck all that shit. And like you said, she should be more mainstream, right? Hundred percent. But I think she's a little too different. You know, I'm sorry to say this, but I don't know how big. You know, obviously this single isn't getting. It's getting played, but it's not like a big, big ass single. Man, this shit was dope. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's literally Tierra Whack in a box where it's like she is just rapping her ass off, but she's being playful as fuck. I love Black World. I love what she brings to the table. I'm excited for this, whatever this project is going to be called. Keep doing you, Tierra Whack. I love it. I, I, I love what you bring to the table. And just like her playfulness, it just. It just brings me energy. You feel me? It just it's happy. Yep. Yep. So we got the clutter freestyle by JID. I don't even I don't even know if I gotta say nothing, bro. This nigga dude is crazy, man. This nigga, bro. All I should have to say is this nigga dropped a freestyle. Check it. That's it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Best rapper. In the fucking game that is dropping recently, because I'm not gonna say you better than Kendrick. I'm gonna say you better than some other people, but just the flow, the technique, the lyricism. Oh my fucking god! Him and Cristo is a better combination than Roddy and Mustard. I mean, that yeah. might be a hot take. No, no, Roddy. it's not. But it's not. JID and Cristo are fucking insane together. We have seen this since DiCaprio 1, since Never uh, the Never Story, since fucking DiCaprio 2. Anything that Jid has dropped, Jid brings his best. He gave us another another freestyle. Ready to check it out, so I can't really talk about it. But he don't fucking miss. He don't fucking miss. He, his... The impact he gives you with every fucking line he delivers is unbelievable. If you want to call me a stand by anybody, you could say it's Kendrick Lamar, Denzel Curry, JID. That's the short list. That is the fucking short list. Because this nigga do not fucking skip a damn step well, you, every you're, time you're, he comes. You're a stand for future. No, nah, I'm not a future stand, but I really like his music. Uh, anyway, so future drops a new album and you not a stand? Nah, nah, I'd be, I'd be, uh, what's the you, word? You acting impartial. Impartial. Hundred percent. I'll be impartial about it. Uh, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Uzi future next week, and you're gonna see what I have to say about that. So, uh, yep. next episode, of course, of, of course. course. But, bro, bro, I told Ray a million times. Listen to this, listen to this single, listen to this freestyle. This nigga was dodging me over and over again. And then what does this nigga say the first time he hears this nigga open his mouth? Oh my fucking god, this shit is flames, nigga. Why was I asleep? Wake the fuck up, people. Nigga, J-I-D. All right, hold up. You're not going to do this to me because I, I like it. <laughs> I just wasn't really interested in hearing him freestyle over a beat on SoundCloud. You know, it is what it is. I've heard a bunch of rappers freestyle. I've heard him play around with this whole shit. But Jid, he brought it on this track. When this nigga said, the truth will come out the closet all dirty and dusky, dusty. But a real nigga can't get touched by some dusky. I was like, oh my God. This nigga, hey, I've been telling niggas, Jid is in his own lane. 
as far as these new niggas go. Um, I see him coming for that throne. I see him saying, you know what? I can mix and master that melodic slash like playful rap flow, but I'm also spitting. Jid is crazy, man. And I think I'm excited as fuck for this next album. I'm excited as fuck for wherever he drops. I think he's in his own lane. I think this freestyle was just more proof. Like I said, man, he don't miss. Like you said, he don't miss, man. He just on a roll. And I think his next project is going to be damn near a classic at this point. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Unless he just, unless he drops the bag and he disappoints me, this man did is even on the Dreamville project, man. This nigga is he was killing everybody. Everybody got killed. J. Cole got killed on his own fucking label, nigga. Fuck out of here. J. Cole? What was he talking about? Getting that getting that crown? If or whatever ate, on fucking four-cell drive? Nigga, you lost that shit. Shit, you lost that. If you ain't into Jid at this point, you sleeping. This man is crazy. This man is crazy. That's all I got to say. Just, just dropping fucking knowledge on niggas. Knowledge. No misses. Every verse, every hook, everything he's been on recently, it's like he's, I think he definitely knows. He's like, I got it. These other niggas, they ain't on my level. And he knows it. He's like, I could just kill these niggas. That's all I got to say, man. This nigga Jid. Shout out to Jid, man. This freestyle was fucking crazy. Another person who I just super appreciate for sounding way different than their contemporaries in their own uh, location, their colloquial type shit, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, their own area, just sounding so different, so fresh, so, I don't know, he's just he's just on another level, like I said. And you know what? I feel like he's really going to get in his R&B bag on this next project. Cause that's what he's been doing for a while. Um, and I think that that and the mix of the banger rapping that he usually will perform like with 151 rum type shit like that, man, I don't know how this, this project is not going to be on my top five list. If it's not, I will be shocked, shocked. I could go on about the fucking bars for days. Not going to do it. Yeah. Sursky. No, there's too much. Spitting. We got the Smino track. Donnie out the way. Oh my God, bro. We're talking about SoundCloud heat. What the fuck this nigga Smino doing, bro? Jesus Christ. (sighs) Ray about to say you don't like it. No, I liked it. It it it, at the end of the day, Smino is Smino. You know, he's gonna bring a different flow. You know, he, he, he I just think, why are you just dropping this shit on SoundCloud? It kind of reminds me of that tape he dropped. It's like, I don't get it. I don't know. It should, it should have definitely been an Apple Music drop. Where I don't know is if there's this sample clearance to, or something. He needs to drop. He needs to drop. Fuck all this dropping mixtapes because he just, he, he, uh, he dropped the, uh, what is it? She decided mixtape. That was solid. But come on, dog. I know, and it's like this one, this single was on another level than uh, anything off that mixtape and mm-hmm. any feature he's dropped recently. 
Mm-hmm. This one was on another level. So, man, I I'm down bad as a Semino fan right now because I'm starving, bro. This this single is so fucking clean. If you haven't checked it out, Donnie Donnie out the way on SoundCloud. It's not that big right now. You can hop on the hype train. I know, I know. Some people don't want to hop on stuff too late, but let me, let Deadly put you on real quick because this shit is some fucking gas, gas. Smino does his out at, off the wall type flow with his like kind of I don't know melodic. It's like hum rapping, like when somebody's humming and rapping at the same time. That's what he does. It's not like we're not gonna say it's mumble rap because sometimes he'd be kind of like. I don't know, his accent almost makes it like indistinguishable what he's saying, but he, I don't know, he does it so well. It's like melodic humming and rapping at the same time. It's fucking weird, but it just goes, bro. It just goes. This song is a whole vibe and a half. I can't say enough about it. I, I've been slapping this shit forever. I think this and the Clutter Freestyle are the two best single drops of October, and I think that's safe to say. I don't think that there's anything else I can compete with it. Really? As far as singles go? Okay. Oh, don't give me into that. You, it's too early. We ain't even talking about that. But um, no, I fuck with the single. You know, um, just like JIV, I was I was waiting. I was procrastinating, just like my homework. I was chilling. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out when I check it out. I check this shit out. I was like, this shit, bam. I feel like Smino, just like J.I.D., in his different lane, he's in his back. He's in that melodic slash, like, playful bag. But, he like, just like you said, the She Decided mixtape, I liked it. But I feel like with this single, it might have been a throwaway off that album. Or it might have been a, just, a, just a track he wanted to put out. Because the sample, everything. Smino? Man. This nigga, whenever he drops, I'm checking. I'm checking. 100%. I, I, yeah. You know, I was sleeping, like I said. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out when I check it out. No, nigga. I'm not doing that no more. This <laughs> nigga is crazy. And I appreciate yeah. him for dropping this because it was different. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I need this this version of Smino on another project. I feel like he's another one of those people, just like J.I.D., that they were coming up around the same time, like 2018-ish, that just the next project they release is going to be the pinnacle of what they can do, if not leading up to it, or just almost at the peak of what they can do. Because, man, man, he has got his sound on lock, bro. It's on lock. I love this single. So much you can play it for the honeys when they get in your car or something, you know, and they'd be like, Oh my god, what's this song? You, you know, come on, King. You need some you need some smooth for the ladies, bro. I got you. This is it. This is the one. It's the one. So check out Donnie out the way by Smino. Shout out Smino. Shout out everybody that we just talked about. I mean, fuck. Yeah, so many, so many talented artists this week that we just talked about. Before I have you talk about what we're going to talk about next. I just realized that there's another album that got cut out that we didn't get to talk about because it got cut out. Savage Mode 2. We didn't get to talk about it. So we got to talk about it right now. Running on it, man. Bro. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Fuck it. Let's go.
Savage Mode 2, the second edition of the collaboration from King Savage himself, 21 Savage, and Metro Boomin. Now, I really wanted to get this review out sooner. I'm sorry. Technical issues. But, shit, I'm going on this one. Fuck it. You know? Uh, I've been fucking with Savage since probably the first collaboration mixtape, Savage Mode 1. And ever since, yeah, you know, he's he's been getting better and better, progressing with introspection, uh, like introspective bars, talking about his life a little bit more, getting deeper into it, uh, you know, not just putting on that, like, you know, front that he gives you about being so savage and shit like that, you know, whatever. Uh, he kind of dialed it back with Issa, brought it back with I am as greater than I was. And now here we are at Savage Mode 2, both rapper and producer have further their careers and gotten way better so what else is there to believe then this album is going to be better than the first one and what can i say my name is delivered 100 percent, 100 percent delivered what you guys say you smiling over there you want to say that it was his ass yeah no 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 you already know uh i fuck with this project um as far as the trap project goes i think the narration by morgan freeman I think 21 Savage brings a level of comedy to his bars that isn't, I'm not trying to say it isn't mainstream, but he does something a little different as far as the trap shit goes. Mm -hmm. I fuck with this, man. And I heard some people who were disappointed, and I think that's probably why it didn't last that long. In a sense, we're like, I don't really see it in the top as far as like, a, what's it called? X or, um, Shit like that. But like hits, yeah. Yeah. This was different. It didn't have as many hits, but as an album, it flowed. I think 21 Savage, he's getting in that bag where it's like because I like without warning. I like that project. The project with offset. Um, I am better, I am greater than I was. That was solid. I feel like 21 Savage is taking that next step where it's like you might not mess with it fully because you might not be into that, but he's making projects at this point, man. This shit was dope. I fucked with it, man. You might not be expecting that from me. Your boy Ray Love, you know, I don't really listen to trap music like that all the time, man. But I feel like 21, um, you know, he's been doing it for a little bit now as far as, like, I've appreciated what he's done. He brings something different to that chop trap genre because he's a little bit funny man and i fuck with comedy i fuck with i fuck with his little playfulness on the project and um all tracks like running all tracks like running rich nigga shit um snitches and rats you know the whole thing about you know you know it's a difference between um snitches and rats you know one of them is is it, i just think that Tony savage as far as the trap genre goes he's bringing that energy i like to see so, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it seems like you're in that same bag where you're fucking with it. This shit is crazy to me. I, I fuck with it. I'm giving it a little bit of play. Of course I'm fucking with it, bro. Like, come on. There's no reason why you could ever say that this is a disappointment or anything like that. Because you're not appreciating the music at that point. You're looking for hits. Okay, sure, whatever. Maybe you go to rap music for hits. Yeah, because you started listening to rap music in 2018. Fucking Lil Uzi Vert is your favorite artist ever. I don't care about that shit. This nigga is constructing well put together albums with themes 
and fucking lyrics that go together shit like this like this isn't something that i think anybody saw 21 savage doing when he first hopped on the scene becoming a rapper at this type of level like he is definitely pushing himself to another level as a rapper and yeah bro this shit is fire metro as well uh metro doing a lot of different things on here going for some softer ones going for some old school ones going for some just straight bangers Bro, he did not miss on this album. I think the worst song on here was the one with the Drake feature. That's crazy. That yeah, is crazy. that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I feel the same way. The one with the Drake feature, it wasn't like terrible, but it was like it stuck out because I feel like he was trying to do a Drake song where it was like yeah. he was trying to mix it too much. You feel me? Yeah, nah, Drake dropping his fucking cringy ass. I used to fuck SZA back in the 08 line. that had the internet blowing up like this nigga's a pedophile. How many times are we going to ask this nigga Drake a pedophile before we just come to the conclusion that he's a pedophile? Like, come on, already. Jesus Christ. Alleged. Yes, I'm hurting. Don't yes, I'm me. jaded. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, just to go I, I, like, I've been feeling that recently. I had to put that in man. there. Just know that. Man, just just going through the track list though, like he starts off with running. Oh man, running is a banger. Glock in my lap, the fucking beat just hit different. And then we got Mr. Right Now, whatever. Rich nigga shit with Young Thug. Like that was like the slow song that was like really fucking good. Really good. And I think that Young Thug and 20 Savage just go go together better. Um Slide In, probably my favorite track. Oof, many men, the fucking 50 reference. I mean, we saw one from Pop Smoke earlier this year. I don't know which one's better. I think that they're both pretty equal as terms of how much I like these songs. But the transition from sliding into many men is one of the cleanest transitions I have ever heard in my life. Holy shit. Niggas want to talk about the transition into the second part of what's that one fucking Frank Ocean song that everybody wets their pants over? Mm, off of Blonde. What's it called? Nights, nights, right? It's called okay, nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody, what's their pants on the transition to that one, bro? Listen to slide in and then listen to the transition to many men. That is one of the cleanest shits I have ever heard. Uh, we talk about snitches and rats, you know, Morgan Freeman narrating and shit. Morgan killed his part, he didn't even rap on it. He should have, they should have gave him a feature. Fuck it, that nigga would have killed it. Anybody could have killed these Metro beats, bro. And you talking about these, these. Funny bars, yeah. He always brings those funny little punchlines here and there. Um, fucking uh, Chopper's got dildo clips or some shit like that. Like he's just got stupid shit that he says. It's hilarious. He brings more personality to this album than he's ever brought to any other album before. Stepping on niggas, that's the that's the classic throwback type. Uh, you know they showed some love. Uh. They showed some love with the album cover, you know, throwback album covers. Like, back in the 2000s, people had album covers that looked like this. Overall, bro, well thought out, well put together. You can't ask for anything more from 21 and Metro. If you were looking for an album from them, obviously, this is it. This will keep you satisfied for the next five years. Shit, I don't know how long it's going to last. It, it's, it's a great-ass tape. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. And then another song that I did not like though was R.I.P. Love. I thought that was a slow song. Yeah, slow that wasn't that good. Yeah. Not it was kind of a throwaway track. But overall, yeah, I like the project, man. Um, I think 21 brought it. Um, it was 
you know, I'm not a big fan of Savage Mode 1 in the sense that to me, I know you like it more than me. I'm an old head. I feel like 21 hadn't progressed as much as he has now. 21 has a character now. I feel like on Savage Mode 1, it was just like Ten bad bitches in the mansion. We saw a million women dancing, me dancing. That nigga was just generic mumbling. I feel like on this project, it was a different vibe. I feel like this is way better than Savage Mode One. Like, for sure, way more superior. So I fuck with it, man. Keep doing you, Twenty One. I fuck what you bring to the table. Like I said, I liked it without warning with Offset. I feel like. Or um, I am greater than I was. I like both of those projects. I feel like he's doing his own little thing. He's a, co- he's not necessarily comedic, but he brings a little energy, like a little flavor, a little funniness to his raps. And I fuck with that. I always have, especially more so recently. And it goes well with what he usually raps about. You know how he's like so hard and shit, and the duality of that makes it even more funny. So it works perfectly, perfectly. This one, you didn't know we were reviewing this, but we're reviewing this right now. Tell me why Ariana Grande is so horny. Why is she so horny? Jesus Christ. COVID, nigga. It's COVID. It got niggas wild. It got people wild. She, she horny, bro. Bro, niggas I'll can't t- even get these takes off on Twitter like this. And she put this on a mainstream album. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Keep that in the drafts. <laughs> Fuck. She was in her feels, bro. Matt Miller to die. She don't know how to act, bro. Because on the last oh, album, she was man. like, I love you, but thank you, next. Now it's I'm horny. Come, come get some. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I'm saying. Ariana Grande on a whole other level. <laughs> That's basically, uh, yeah, if you listen to this album, that's what it's going to be it. I was a little aroused listening to the album. I can't lie. Like, the only other time I really felt like this from an album that came out this year was Shalombo because that bitch, Janae, is dirty. Ariana was like, fuck it. Oh, Janae going to make a horny album? Shit, I'm going to make a horny album. And she, <laughs> she is so fucking horny. <laughs> I... On a serious note, I do like a lot of songs on there. I really love Positions. I think that's what that's the hit. That's the hit, right? Positions is a really yes. great mm-hmm. song. Uh, three, four, uh, thirty-four plus thirty-five, really good song. Um, and POV. Those are those are my three favorite tracks off here. Um, I don't really know what to say too much because it's a pop album, other than. It was a well-constructed pop album, and I think that she stayed on theme. Obviously, I don't think that was too hard, but she stayed on theme. You know, the sound was really similar throughout. I don't think she tried to push outside of her comfort zone. She did what works, and her singing, for the most part, was passable to excellent. Sometimes I feel like her singing is not comparable to what it was on Thank You, Next, and I think that sometimes she could have, you know, done a little bit more. But overall, I like the project. It's a vibe. You can put it on, play it in your house. You got your when you got your grandma over. 
You is not playing this when you got your grandma over. Shut the fuck up, nigga. It's family oriented. You can no, put it on at work. It's not. Um. <laughs> oh, this nigga capping. No. I was disappointed, man. I was disappointed. I like Thank You, Nick. I liked um, Sweetener wasn't that crazy, but it was like, okay, I see what she's bringing to the table. With this album, it just sounded like she was horny. She's in the studio. That's what I'm saying. No. You know, and you know, it's quarantine. I feel it, girl. Sing about you being horny. I get it. But at the end of the day, bro, it wasn't as good, bro. It was kind of a letdown, man. I like that, you know, and I'm not the biggest fan of Thank You Nuts. This isn't coming from someone who's like a big Ariana Grande fan. So take this with a grain of salt. But I took it as, you know, pop music is all, you know, pop music is sexual. They use a lot of innuendo. With this, it just sounded like she was just trying to be like up front with it. Like, yeah, I'm horny. Yeah, this is what it is. I didn't fuck with it. Besides certain tracks, like uh, 69 or uh, 34 plus 35, you know, again, with the title track, keeping it kind of like an innuendo. We know what you talk about, bro. Like, come on, bro. It, it, it's not like to put it in our face. She talking about... Put it in my face, nigga. The, yeah, I want to hear you just be horny, nigga. Fuck all this innuendo. And that's what I feel like. I feel like a lot on this project, it was almost like she was trying to, like, be in her in your face, but it's Ariana Grande, so she can't be too in your face. And it is like I'd rather listen to Thank You Next. That's just me. I didn't get that much from this, man. Point of view, you know, I see this all over TikTok where it's like, you know, the females like, I wanna see your point of view, you know, I look all pretty, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bruh. It it wasn't that crazy, man. It do TikToks to thank you next, man. This shit ain't that it, bro. <laughs> it was kind of mid. I'm sorry. It was kind of mid. Kind of mid. Mm-mm. I'm trying to meet your mama on a Sunday, then make a lot of love on a Monday. Come on, man. It wasn't that crazy, man. I don't know about you. Do you like this more than thank you next? No. No. That's what I'm saying. I don't like it. I'm not trying to be like my brother AC and say she need to drop another Illmatic because thank you next was an Illmatic. But <laughs> come on, dog. Like this was this was a noticeable downgrade. Cause I think thank you next, she was kind of playful and sexy. But on this one, it was kind of like, I don't know, bro. It just didn't hit me as much. A hook is literally, I just want to make time for you, swear it's just right for you. Like this pussy designed for you. 10 out of 5 on you. Jesus Christ. Good God. Leave that shit to Megan. Okay. All right. Next. Okay. The review I've been dreading. Here it is. Raylo, go ahead. Introduce it. Hey, what? Wait, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Hold on. And uh, the, so clipping. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Clipping? All right. So you want me to go? No, you should go first, nigga. Nope. No, go first. Turn down your hopes and dreams. You want me to go first? Introduce it. Clipping is an alternative hip-hop group. They've been doing it for years now. They're bringing a different sound to the table. Um, At this point, the last two, including this album, has been horrorcore albums. I like horrorcore albums. 
I like when you talk about killing motherfuckers. I like when you talk about stabbing niggas. I like it. I feel like on this album, because, you know, if you do know, Brother Lynchung is a, a, a grandfather, an innovator in that sound, and he's from Sacramento. And I'm not from Sacramento, but I feel like horrorcore is in its own lane. I feel like clipping, their sound is perfect for this. I say this with clipping. Hold up. I'm about to get deep in my bag. Y'all ready for this shit? Deadly, no. you ready? You ready for this shit, Deadly? No? No. Clipping has always been in their bag. They've been, as far as this sound goes, they don't miss because it's it's alternative, but it's aggressive. I feel like on this project, man, I love it. I love it. I fucking love it, nigga. Nigga, 90s, bro, I don't get it. You know, I know you about to shit on it. 96, New Campbell, bro. That shit's crazy. Say the name. That shit's crazy. Pain every day. That shit's crazy. Eating alive. That shit is crazy. Like, this nigga, David Diggs. I feel this shit. Like, I don't know what it is. I am not a serial killer. I hope you don't think that. But. That's a lie. Are you gassing? But just hearing this nigga spit like this about some horrorcore shit, because I loved um, I loved the last project they dropped last year. I know y'all slept on that. There existed an addition of blood. This one, visions of bodies being burned, that's a reference to Ghetto Boys. I love Ghetto Boys. I love Scarface. They keep it within the history of rap. And um, I feel like this man... He don't miss. And I'm going to let you speak. I'm going to interject while you speak. Because I know you about to spit some hateful ass shit about this great ass album. So let's see what you got to say. Y'all want to hear a clip real quick? I hear it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I got to turn that off. I'm sorry if I erased you. My bad. Um, so I have listened to some other projects that Ray Love has recommended. Okay. I'm, I'm a guy who goes out, listens for different vibes, you know, looking for, for new sounds, like entertaining and shit. This shit, it hurt. It hurt a lot to sit through and listen to. Um, I was trying to vibe, you know, casual Saturday, you know, whatever. And I get a million texts from this nigga telling me that we got to review this project. You don't review this project. I'm going to go fucking crazy. I'm like, okay, okay. I understand. I understand. So I just had to give you a little prelude before, you know, I get into this. This album is so fucking noisy. Jesus fucking Christ. That song I played for y'all, when I heard that the first time, I wanted to turn the shit off, throw my phone out the goddamn window, and bury my speaker six feet below the ground because that shit was dead to me. I never wanted to hear music again. Never in my life. You're hating. You're hating. This is fire, nigga. It's fuego. (laughs) 
if y'all like noisy music that don't sound like anything that doesn't convey any sort of like you know good feeling or it just makes you feel annoyed or like you know want to punch something listen to this album um if you want to hear some nigga rap really fast in a monotone voice over a fucking annoying ass beat this album is for you i have good news um if you enjoy rap to any degree uh you can pass you can go you can go something else because i honestly bro there's some songs where it's like okay like he's he's got some bars okay he's got some flow over this and i can feel like the melody of like the track and shit and then it just goes to another track that's like he's sampling a fucking droplet of water falling into a pan or something and he just raps fire You're you're waiting for the rest of the beat to come, and the beat never comes. It's just a fucking noise. And you're like, how is he flowing over? There is no flow, because it's not like he's bouncing off of the instrumental or anything. He's just saying shit. He's just saying shit. Over sound. No, he be spitting, bro. I, I don't get it. She bad. Make them dead. This bitch boss, nigga. Come on, bro. I'm 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 gonna tell y'all like this. I'm gonna tell y'all like this, bro. I get what Deadly's saying. It's noise rap. It is rap that makes you uncomfortable. But if you adjust, you listen to it for what it is. You don't expect the expected. We want you want you want something different, bro. You want horrorcore. This was dropped before Halloween too. Keep in mind. It is the perfect album for Spooky Season. This shit, man! It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Clipping's whole originating sound, when you listen to their old shit, mid-city, the album, the self-titled album, Clipping, they're supposed to make you feel like the whole purpose is like you're in the hood and you feel uncomfortable. At the end of the day, that's the life that people live. They don't feel comfortable. They feel like they're in a realm that's like, what the fuck is going on? And I feel like this album, ever since they jumped on this horrorcore sound, it's like, bruh, this is the perfect sound. Because horrorcore is supposed to not make you feel comfortable. It's talking about chopping people up. It's talking about killing people. It's talking about rape. It's talking about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. These niggas is crazy, bro. David Diggs, shout out to you. You from Oakland. I appreciate you, nigga. Fuck this nigga deadly, bro. This nigga hating. The mayonnaise, lettuce, the red coat cuts. <laughs> this nigga just saying shit, bro. He just saying shit. Talking about fucking sandwiches on shit. About a song about adding another body to the pile. I mean, I guess to some degree he does. I, I just seen the ghost. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm playing clippings and it just fucking summoned a goddamn demon in my household. Jesus Christ. I, I got to burn that. Burn that phone. Fuck. Anyways, he, he be saying shit to like set the mood, talking about like spooky type of shit, racking in the corner, looking at you like who the fuck you think house this is. Like sometimes it's funny and, and shit like that. He's got like quirky lines, but overall, an album needs a sound I can vibe with, and if I cannot vibe with the sound, I can't listen to the project. I don't care how good the lyricism is, how different you're going and shit. If I can't vibe with it, maybe I got to sit on it for a year. Maybe I got to sit on it for a year. 
I don't know. But as of right now, you I'm gonna tell you, you you gotta listen to this album 30 times before you understand what the fuck you what's going no, on. No, nigga. See, you just getting into clipping now. So at this point, they are established and they're trying to do a whole different sound. It's like listening to the roots after they've done a few albums, and then, then you're listening to um, and then you shot your cousin. They're doing a concept now where it's like this is horrorcore. So they're trying to do that, 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 that fitting theme. I'm not saying they haven't always been noisy. Of course, they've been noisy as fuck throughout their whole career. I'm saying nowadays, literally, horror films are supposed to make you uncomfortable. So it's the perfect transition. I love it. And I feel like with this project, I love the last one last year. I think we talked about it. This one is better than that. It's like they're doing horrorcore on a whole nother level because the beats are so fucking crazy where it's just noise. It's like, fuck, I love it. I love noise. You know, you know me, bro. I like death grips. I like a hundred gecks. I like it when you just have beats that are fucking noise and it's distorted as fuck. So bringing that to the table, clipping is on another level. Fuck with this nigga talking about. Check this out. If you're in the mood, for spooky ass shit, check this out. Don't listen to this nigga. This nigga's hating. Yeah, don't listen to me. I'm wrong about everything. Um, I, I, I'm just talking shit. No, listen to him. If you're not, if you're not into this type of shit, if you're not into alternative hip hop, I get it. I just talk shit. That's how I am. As y'all know. So from that, we're gonna go to the most mainstream sounding. Uh, I don't want to say generic, but palatable album of recent memory featuring Ty Dolla Sign by Ty Dolla Sign. Categorized as an R&B and soul album. I don't know oh. if I would go to say that. Throw away. Tough. Throw away. And I like Ty Dolla Sign. I that. Nah. Look, man. Pop's still killing niggas in real life. No. 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 I didn't feel it that much, man. I just felt like the whole joke featuring Ty Dolla Sign, I get it. You know, he's been killing features. He's been doing what he's doing. It's dope. But I feel like the 2015 project, Free TC, um, I feel like ever since then, he's been dropping shit that's, like, missable. It's like, it is what it is. I feel like with that project, he dropped a solid-ass, like, R&B project. And ever since then, when I try to check out his shit, it isn't as good. And with this project, it was the same thing because he basically just had a whole bunch of features. And what he did as a joke is like, featuring myself, nigga. No, nigga. That's not... I don't care. I get it. You know, you've been on every track this year. You've been on every track last year. You've been doing this for a minute now for your feature. Shout out to Hit Different. But come on, dog. Are you saying you didn't like Beach House 3? Nah, not really. That's me. All right, well, then this I made for you, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, all right? You know, we're going to talk about somebody. I got I to gotta step up for Ty right now. I got to step up. This album was okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Not, I'm not going to say it's fire because it wasn't. It wasn't fire. I understand that. It's 25 tracks. All the way through. It's a vibe. It's whatever. You can listen to it all the way through. I think it connects well with each track and whatever. But it wasn't what I expected it to be. I loved 
his last project, which was uh, Beach House Three, and I, I don't know, I just wasn't, I wasn't in the same from this. Um, like you said, the joke about uh, him featuring himself kind of felt stale, like maybe halfway through. Um, but I think overall, the the features were. 60 70 percent good something like that um who did a good job you ask gonna future young thug of course roddy rich and mustard of course Lil dirt of course kanye west anderson pack thundercat and everybody else i think was like meh whatever he had some really good songs on here with some really good hooks i think that's what Tight all sign uh, excels that is his hook making, but when you didn't get the hook that was like fire, the song just felt like a throwaway. So I can see where you're coming from, where you'd be like, okay, this album is good because not everything on here hit to the same level. The highs were pretty high, and then the lows were pretty low. So I think overall, fucking mid place album, it was okay. Don't just throw it away entirely. I think he had some really good stuff on here. But then again, I'm not looking at Tidal Sign for albums. We are looking at Tidal Sign for features because when he comes into the studio and he puts his own stamp on a, on a song, on, on a chorus, he knows exactly what he's doing pretty much every single time and he knows how to make the song better. So I feel like that's why he did have to get a lot of features on here to make up for his lack of you know solo shit but whatever man i liked it to some degree (sighs) just not exactly what i was expecting is that fair yeah i think that's fair Ah, because even on free tc you know he had a bunch of features i get it you know he he's always been the type of artist where he benefits off the features but i feel like songs like horses in the stable i feel like songs like um Saved even with E40. It was missing. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a Ty Dollar Sign hater. I like what he brings to the table sometimes, but but this project, I just I after all the features he's been doing, I feel like he could have like came hard. Like he could have just like brought the energy. I felt like a lot of the times on this album he tried to let the features bring the energy, and they did or they didn't. And I feel like on a lot of this project, they didn't. So, yeah. But that's dope that you liked it more than me because at the end of the day, I feel like Ty Dallas on is a talented artist. It's just with this project, I just was, it was yep. a lot of hit or miss. It was too many tracks, too. It was a lot of hit or miss. So, it was, it was 25 tracks, but it was only an hour. So, it was less than free TC, but. Yeah, still fucking an hour long 25 tracks you can cut it down you can cut it down i i don't understand what it is with mainstream artists nowadays and just feeling like they need to give you a million fucking songs i know it's probably because they want streams and they just want money but like bro you're ruining your own art expression by giving us too much and not cutting away the fat layers you can release that on its own ep or something i don't i don't know do something like that do something like fucking west side gun drop three albums in one year i don't care just don't put it all on the same thing because 
then I'm going to have to critique it as a whole and it's not going to end up as good. And people are going to give it negative reviews like we're doing now. So that's pretty much all I have to say on tight dollar sign. It's pretty much all I have to say in general. Anything else you would like to talk about? No. Okay. No, I'm good. We're going to wrap it up then. Appreciate y'all for fucking with us. Hip Hop Babies Podcast. THHB Podcast at gmail.com. The Hip Hop Babies Podcast on Instagram. Hip Hop Babies Pod at Twitter. Uh, follow us on everything. Send us beats. Send us your music. We will check out your music. I will promo you if you're good. I swear to God. I love finding new artists that are underground that have great music uh, that aren't known by anybody else. I love putting y'all onto my podcast and helping other people discover you. That is one of my favorite things to do. There's nothing more that I love in this world than sharing somebody else's music. So I do this podcast. Yeah. So send your music, send your beats, send in the DM, send in the, in the email. Um, let us know what you thought about the episode. If you thought that we had some bad opinions, if you thought that we had some really good opinions, you want to just hit us up on Twitter. I'll interact with you on there. All that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I got to say for this part. Right, go ahead. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening, man. You know, as usual, we doing it. Um, it's been a minute since uh, we last recorded episode because uh, you know we've been busy you know life comes and goes you know it's been a whole lot of shit it's always some shit you know it is what it is but man we thank you for listening we thank you for keeping up with us you feel me we trying to do it big every time we record um visuals are coming soon i got a discord i got to set up the server more so but the discord is going to come soon I want to build, like like we saying, we want to build a community. We want it to be a whole thing. Fuck whatever we're bringing to the table now. It's about to be better. It's about to be bigger. Appreciate y'all for supporting what we are now. Because I think it's about to get way crazier soon. And uh, thank you for that. 100%. Fuck all that. We about to be better. We about to be better. Fuck your expectations. Fuck your expectations, like AG says. Appreciate y'all. Links in the description about other shit. I just sound like a YouTuber at this point. I don't even know what I'm saying. We are, I mean, we basically are YouTubers. You feel me? The visuals. Hit the, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to our YouTube. You feel me? Everything. You know, we doing it big time. Everything. You know. Fuck it. That's it. Baby. Baby. Thank you. Peace out, nigga. Yes. <laughs>